many years, the secret government has been importing drugs and selling them to the people, mainly the poor and minority. Social welfare programs were put into place to create a dependent, non-working element in our society. The government then began to remove these programs to force people into a criminal class that did not exist in the 50s and 60s. The government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for the criminals to use. This is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity, which would lead the American people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms. Using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion, the CIA inculcated the desire in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. This plan is well underway and so far is working perfectly. The middle class is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment. The media will convince the American people that a state of anarchy exists within the major cities. When public opinion has been won to this idea, they intend to state that a terrorist group armed with a nuclear weapon has entered the United States and that they plan to detonate this device in one of our cities. The government will then suspend the Constitution and declare martial law. A secret alien army of implanted humans and all dissidents, which translates into anyone they choose, will be rounded up and placed in the one-mile-square concentration camp, which already exists. Are the people whom they intend to place in these concentration camps destined to make up the reported batch consignment of slave labor needed by the space colony? The media, radio, TV, newspapers, and computer networks will be nationalized and seized. Anyone who resists will be taken or killed. This entire operation was rehearsed by the government and military in 1984 under the codename Rex 84 Alpha, and it went off without a hitch. When these events have transpired, the secret government and our alien takeover will be complete. Your freedom will never be returned, and you will live in slavery for the remainder of your life. Broadcasting the from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10 is your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim, doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Welcome everybody to Non-Compliance America, I am your host. Joshua Michael. Everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. That's right. Inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but it's a new Tom McDonald song. Uh, just came out pretty hot uh, and very telling. I don't know if anybody follows Tom McDonald, but he is a uh, very cutting edge. He's what Eminem was in 1999, uh, doing now, speaking the truth uh, and really uh, shining a light on a lot of the. Uh, Things that are broken in our society and everything else. Play that. Play that song real quick. While you fight to survive, and then I'll give you politics. I'll call it left and right. And while you divide yourselves, I will conquer both the sides. Can't you see? I'm the system. My whole purpose is divide. What you choose will never matter because everything is mine. Yep. Welcome to the system. Everyone's a victim. It's pretty cool. Pretty catchy. So check it out. It's called The System it's by Tom McDonald. Um, that guy is. He's just way out there with everything, and, and I love that dude for everything that he's doing. We're actually talking about 
bringing him to Oregon, uh, I think that would be amazing. So if you want to see Tom McDonald come to Oregon, uh, shoot me an email, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. Also, you can download this podcast, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. Again, welcome. Uh, Lots and lots and lots of things to talk about. Um, You know, we are all over the place all the time over here just trying to keep up. The primaries are coming up right around the corner on the 17th. And, uh, and it's, it's pretty interesting what's going on. Uh, um, you know, all the blitz campaigns from all the big money Republicans are on the forefront spending all their money, Betsy Johnson spending all their money. So all you're seeing is that you're not seeing real candidates that have a real following like Mark Thielman. Um, but that's okay. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting um, to see what's happening. We're going to be doing a viewing party uh, with Mark Thielman on May 17th. Again, if you want to come, uh, I don't know if I'm able to invite people, but if you would like to come, feel free to reach out, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. Pretty easy. So what is that song about, that Tom McDonald? Why did I start with that? Why did I start with an old William Cooper uh, thing with uh, some Einstein overlay. So that was a uh, a book called Behold a Pale Horse. It was written years ago. I think it published it in 1991. And why did I start with that? I started with that because I want you guys to realize something and that a lot of things that are happening in this world right now <clears throat> are not by accident. They are fabricated. And I know we spend a lot of time talking about it because it's true and it needs to be addressed. And I think uh, the more we talk about it, and the more we repeat ourselves, the more that you will start to see. The goal is to get all of you to see what's going on, how these things are operating, and what's coming next. So that way, when it happens, you're not caught off guard and suddenly jumping on the Ukraine bandwagon, which is now the abortion bandwagon, which before was the vaccine bandwagon, which before was the mask bandwagon, which before that was the Antifa bandwagon, which before that was the Black Lives Matter bandwagon, which before that was the uh, Wall Street bandwagon. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on, and they're playing all of us like a fiddle because what are they doing and what is the system doing? It's playing us against ourselves. It's called the great game. All the, uh, all the empires have done it in the past. On, it's how they control their population, something called bread and circuses. You guys ever heard of that? Have you ever heard that saying bread and circuses? That means you need to feed your population and you need to give them entertainment to keep them distracted from, st- from not involving themselves in the big person table of having a real debate and a real discussion about their lives and things that impact their lives directly and their futures and their kids' futures and everything else. It's called the great game. Fascinating. There's a million books you can read on it, but they don't want you to think about it and they don't want you to have that discussion. Well, we're here having that discussion. And if it's above your head, that's fine. That's fine, right? We are here to have the cutting edge information to hit the barbed wire. We want to talk about things people are scared to talk about. We want to be able to talk about these real issues that, uh, that are really impactful. And we also want to talk about with what's coming and how to combat against it, right? Tons and tons and tons of economic news. Biden's saying it may get worse the bubble's bursting. Amazon's lost all of its gains from the pandemic. I think they were up 47% from the pandemic. Gas is hitting an all-time high. Uh, 
Summer travel faces a new hurdle, inflation, skipping meals, racking up debt. Parents are squeezed. Prices are going up on everything. And we knew this. What do you expect when you infuse trillions and trillions of dollars? I don't remember what the statistic was exactly, but back in 2021, between 2019 and 2021, I think they printed like 40% or 50% of the money in the current money supply. They literally doubled it. Do you not think that's going to have an effect? Free money, then what happens? A lower interest rate, so low. Interest rates are so low. Everybody's refinancing their house. Everybody's moving from California to Oregon and willing to pay anything and everything. So housing prices skyrocket. You have a $300,000 house suddenly worth seven. So what do you do? You refinance. You pull out another $400,000 of your house. That's only worth three. But somebody told you that it's worth seven now. And a bank was stupid enough to give you the money. I mean, do you see the trend here? We are teetering. We are teetering. And it's crazy that some of you guys are still spending money like it's 2019. And still spending money and buying things like you you're just going to be able to go to the shelf anytime at any store anywhere and get it there is a drastic drastic wave of supply chain that's coming we're getting a reprieve right now but it's going to break down again they are going to try to lock things down again except i don't think it's going to be the big lockdown i think it's going to be closer to the big roundup right so they're going to start putting pressure on people more. They're going to go after your bank accounts. Biden already introduced that. $600 or more in transactions, bigger or $600 or more in your bank account. Boom, the Fed's monitoring it. Wasn't much pushback to that. Everybody's like, okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah, $600. Okay, so uh, that's pretty much everybody. Anybody that gets a paycheck. I mean, even if you're getting a paycheck from the government, you're going to have more than $600 in your bank account at any given time. So what are they doing? They're going to monitor it. Now, it's going to be you get the new vaccine, you get the sixth booster, and wear your 12 masks, and you can only go grocery shopping on Tuesdays. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll let you keep your bank account for now. But your bank account's not really going to be worth anything because you're going to have government subsidies within the food system and food supplies and resources. They're going to have to start rationing it, rationing it out. You're going to be more vulnerable because all those nice amenities that we get every day of being able to just drive down to the store and pretty much get whatever you want, uh, that is going to lessen and lessen. We are going to accept it. We're going to eat bugs, like Klaus Schwab said, and we're going to live in an angrier society. We're going to live in an angrier society. Why are people going to be more angry? It's because we're not going to be in this domesticated fantasy land thinking that we can do whatever we want whenever we want and have no recourse we have unlimited money and we can go out and spend and buy whatever we want so supposedly the dollar is making a run shanghai's covid lockdowns leave thousands sleeping in the streets i don't know if you guys are watching what's going on in shanghai i don't think it's fake like it was back in 2020 when they were doing uh, video footage of uh, people collapsing in the streets. Remember that? Remember when people were literally collapsing in the streets and we're like, what is this? This is crazy. 
Did anybody collapse in the streets here? No, not in 2020. They did after they got the shot. They're collapsing everywhere. All the sports people are collapsing everywhere. The the news broadcasters, the comedians, people are just collapsing everywhere. And they all got the shot or right after they got the shot, the experimental mRNA shot. Yes, that's when the collapsing started happening. But what do they say? World Health Organization says China's zero COVID strategy is unstable. Yeah, you think? You lock people up in their homes for a month? They're screaming in the streets, screaming throughout the entire streets because they are locked down. Now, there's a new study that says the economic toll is 10 times more severe than the Wuhan virus. Well, duh. You lock everything down. You shut down a complex economy like we have. You shut things down even for a day or two. It's going to have repercussions, let alone a month, let alone some countries stayed locked down. They never really came back. Then they ended up closing, factories shut down, and everything else. Remember when they were closing meat factories when somebody came back with a positive case? And it was just a case from the PCR test that really doesn't work. The guy that invented it said, you can't use it for this, right? Because it only checks for a dead virus. There's no way it can check for a live virus. So whether you have the virus or have had the virus or some type of infection, it's going to come back positive. There was a guy, I think in Guam, uh, who was he? He's no longer with us now. Um, I'm going to find out that story specifically, but he tested a papaya uh, and goat's blood and sent those in for a COVID test. And both of them came back as positive, right? So remember they were shutting down meat factories, shutting down all these controlled industries, but McDonald's can stay open. Oh, and another thing, uh, I was in the, uh, I forgot where I was. I was in a store. I was in Home Depot or something the other day. And I'm sitting there, literally the only aisles that were open were the robot aisles where you can self-checkout. That was all that was open. Remember when they rolled out self-checkout like five years ago? Do you not think that it's a conspiracy that they were doing this because this was part of a plan and they were anticipating this to happen and they knew that there would be a day, one day, where you walk into a store and there's maybe one employee working, working the front counter or security or something like that, and you have one employee, and they're basically watching you check out with the robots because they're scared of a virus. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Hello, stranger. Can you tell us where you've been? Welcome back. I'm Joshua Michael, non-compliant America. That's right. Today is May 11th, 2022. And we're kind of all over the place here. We were talking about the economy. Talking about COVID, talking about the lockdown in Shanghai. What's to come? What's going on? What are they doing? What's the plan? Well, we are here to try to explain that to you and give you some insight with that and just relay the news with what's going on. We are not Sean Hannity. Uh, We are not going to regurgitate talking points that the rest of the mainstream media is going to do. That's not our goal. That's not our point. We like to cover 
local things as well as uh, thought-provoking things because I think that there's a lot of interesting things out in the world. There's a lot of interesting things that I think uh, deserve uh, some light and conversation. Just on a side note, it was a Tanzanian president. Um, it was not uh, Guam, so I apologize, Guam, out there, if you guys are listening. Uh, it was the Tanzanian president that tested the goat and the papaya for COVID. So uh, I apologize for that and just wanted to make sure that uh, that, that was corrected. What I want to get into, I am sick and I hate and I'm disgusted talking about COVID. I hate COVID. We are all so sick of COVID. What does COVID stand for? Certificate of Vaccination ID. Said it two years ago on Stacey Ann's show on this radio station at KSLM. So what does that mean? It means they are moving forward with further lockdowns. They are moving forward with further infrastructure. They are moving forward with further economic collapse. And how are they doing that? They're increasing all the prices. So all the money that you guys have made and the Trumpflation that we had and the the Trump prosperity, excuse me, that we had uh, were the good times. People were building their businesses. Things were going good. People were making investments. Uh, The highest taxes ever collected uh, with the IRS was under the Trump administration. That's because he created jobs. Not this fake jobs report that came out last week about 438,000 jobs were created. Maybe they were. Maybe they're the contact tracers and uh, and, um, the censorship uh, people that are being hired by all these different social media platforms to keep real information from getting to you. So maybe that is true. Maybe they really did get 438,000 jobs created um, in April. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's the contact tracer programs. Maybe it's the 311 dispatch groups. You know, the social workers that are going to come to your house uh, when your neighbor decides to tell on you to say that you had too many people at your party, there were more than two cars in the parking lot, or you used your lawnmower on a Sunday and it violated the uh, the the citywide order because they're not going to be able to do it statewide yet. It violated the citywide order, uh, which is where we're going. The Green Police. They do plan on eliminating natural gas by 2030. How do I know that? Because it's written in an agenda called Agenda 2030. They talk about depopulation, dehumanization, famine. Lots of things that are very interesting to see what these people are talking about. Speaking of talking about the next pandemic, the next wave, how do I get this crazy information? Well, I look around. And the and thing is, is these people have to tell you because they know it's illegal. They know they are poisoning you. They know that they are killing you. They're killing your mind. They're oversaturating your mind with information and fake information and BS and fear. And they got away with it once, so they think that they're going to be able to get away with it again. This time, they have to ramp it up. They have to do more. They have to step above than what they did before. And so we have the infamous criminal, not a conspiracy. The guy does not sell computers. That was a front. Now he talks about exterminating the planet, exterminating old people so he can hire 10 teachers. 
We need to play that. Anyways, here's Bill Gates talking about the next pandemic. If we make the right investments, we won't need to live in fear of another COVID. We can build a health system that is ready to stop outbreaks before they go global. Here's how it should work. Epidemiologists will detect suspicious clusters of a disease that could cause a pandemic. A global team of 3,000 disease experts managed by the WHO called the germ. He says it could cause a pandemic. Pre-crime. We'll track the disease and share data and recommendations with governments. Governments and pharmaceutical companies. Governments and pharmaceutical companies. So pharmaceutical companies are going to become your god. To get an unprecedented scale of diagnostics. They're going to start experimenting on populations with a potential pandemic. We'll understand how to share the results. That's it. The World Health Organization will oversee all of the countries globally. Countries and the WHO will work. And the best way to allocate these tools and to make sure that we have the logistics and delivery to get them to everyone who needs them. The key to be ready for a potential pandemic is to practice. And so this germ team will work with each country to do germ games, drills where you see, are you ready? Could you get the diagnostics out? So we're ready to go when we see the outbreak. Diseases are always going to that, spread among humans. That's enough. Get but that they guy don't off of here. That guy pandemic. is you can read the scum more about of this the earth. In my new that book, guy. How to prevent that guy. the next pandemic. Bill Gates. The scum of the earth. When did he go from selling computers to coordinating a global response team for some made-up germ that him and Fauci created in a lab? You get what's going on, folks? They are moving forward with it. They are putting the infrastructure to oversee everything. COVID was a beta test and we failed. They have us in the bag, or at least they think that they do. What are you going to do about it? How are we going to navigate through this? The best thing that we can do is spread the word. Spread the message for non-compliant America. I am Joshua Michael here. Get this message out to all your friends and family and start having a real discussion of what these people are doing in closed doors and now uncloaking themselves and opening it up into the world to relay the master plan. We'll be back. It's time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. Welcome back to segment three. Just want to say how much of an honor it is here to be with you in the trenches, in deep in the heart of the resistance, in the heart of the belly of the beast, here on the West Coast, where the fallen have risen. The fallen people, and I mean by the demented, demonic, 
overtaken creatures that are walking amongst us pretending to be human. We know, we see you, you are not human. Because no human with a conscious would be continuing on the path that we're headed. Now we're headed on a beautiful path of destruction. They say the devil will walk amongst us and encloak himself and be on this planet for one year. And I think we are getting closer to that year. Every single day, they are ramping up more information and compiling more overload to where once again, when I was talking with Kristen last week on the, on the show before, there is nothing that we can do to properly prepare for what's to come besides get right with God and try to prepare yourself and your family mentally. There is no foreseen things that we can prepare for and have 100% coverage. And the best thing that we can do is turn, turn inward and pray. Yes, that is the only thing that I think that can get us through this. Because God will provide us with the path and the direction and the necessary supplies that we need to get through this. And it is going to get darker. The Delta variant is here. It's in full force. Excuse me, not the Delta variant. The midterm variant is here. We are in full force, full force against the midterm variant. And they have not unleashed everything. But one of the things that they have unleashed, which is really interesting, and we knew it was coming, folks. We knew it was coming, and they have to push it out early. Now, I don't know if it's this radio show pushing this agenda forward and causing them to push it forward. I know that there are a lot of people getting sick right now, but the new Oregon schools advisories in effect today. Now, this is Salem, Oregon. Education and health departments are issuing a new school and health advisory for continuity of instruction. They're trying to prance up slavery in a very fancy term like school health advisory for continuity of instruction, which means slavery and psychological warfare against your children by putting masks back on them. The new advisory insists schools use their layered approach of preventative measure, including masks, including masks, to retain in person for the balance of the school year. So they are already moving forward to the midterm variant. Why do they not have a name for this sickness that's going around everywhere? They don't have to come out with a name. That's how arrogant these people are. They don't have to scare you anymore. They've already done it. They don't have to enslave you anymore because they've already done it. Are you going to be a slave to this system? Are you going to listen to this crap and this nonsense? The advisory is the first from the Oregon Health Authority criminals and the Oregon Department of Education criminals since March 2nd, 2022. They put an advisory out. They had to trickle it in. They had to introduce you. They are trying to get you back in to the thing. Remember, the reprieve, reprieve was very small. They wanted to give you a taste so you, then you could be more inept to going along with their garbage because the oppression builds up and you start to build a resistance to it and you start to get upset. Well, they don't want that. They want you to go back and get a taste of what your old life used to be. That way you'll try to latch on to that when they try to take it away and you're more than likely to comply. 
Do you see the game here? Not saying that people aren't getting sick, not saying that people aren't dying, not saying that none of this is happening. I'm just saying we cannot put people in a box and put masks on them to try to prevent them from getting sick. That's not, that's not a thing. It's been disproven. We all know that. If you're listening to my show, you definitely know that. The ODE and the OHA says that there are prioritizing safety protocols needed to continue full-time in-person school for all students. So now they're doing it for our safety. We know our students learn best in person where they have success in critical support services. Today's advisory, now keep in mind, this is today. This is today. Six Oregon counties during the past two weeks, the rise of respiratory disease. ODE says today's school health advisory intends to help schools work with local partners to operate in person and the remainder of the school year. Respiratory diseases, the respiratory diseases, fear, 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 fear. State agencies say the knowledge and operational experience leaders gained implementing layered mitigation safety protocols, which if the safety protocols worked, and we've been doing them for two freaking years, if the safety protocols worked, why is there still a, quote, problem? Why is there still a problem? If all of this stuff worked, why is there still a problem? The fact is that it doesn't work. It does not work. And it's not mitigating anything. What it's really doing is disrupting your kids' minds. And it's psychologically annihilating them and causing them to have tons of problems. I don't know if you remember, a couple shows ago, I played a, a, a blip from COVID land where they were talking about suicides in kids and how they were committing suicides in droves. It was the second leading cause of death for 12 to 26-year-olds. Normal, good, healthy kids. You know why? Because of agencies like this, that the Oregon Department of Education is the most corrupt, crooked institution out there, besides the Oregon Health Authority, besides the governor's office. Like I said, we are in the heart of the belly of the beast in this state. We are in the destruction of the future. You want to know what the new world order looks like? You want to know what Bill Gates is advocating for and Klaus Schwab and the Davos Group? Look around. Come to Oregon. Check it out. Get a taste of it. We're uh, showcasing 2,000 mules on May 16th at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, if you haven't heard it on the radio yet. We have a lot of attendance, so if you want to get tickets, go to tickets.noncompliantamerica.com. That's tickets.noncompliantamerica.com. Tickets are filling up fast, and we have about 200 total. We're about halfway there. So why am I segueing into that? Because I want to tell you that these democratic operatives and these corrupt nonprofit institutions are attempting to bully us from showcasing this 2,000 mules broadcast. Now, what does that mean? They don't want us to show you the actual evidence that was curated by Dinesh D'Souza, which I heard this is a phenomenal documentary. I have not watched it yet, specifically because I do want to watch it 
uh, in front of you guys when you come with me. I, I, I want to see it for the first time. I want real-time inter- interaction, real-time reaction to it, and I want to have a real discussion afterward. So that's at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill uh, in Salem, May 16th, and it starts at 5.30. We're going to showcase. The movie's going to start about 6 o'clock. We're going to shut down the doors about 5 o'clock. So what, why am I telling you this? Because the whole thing is to bully us and keep us from speaking out. The whole purpose of this mask mandate, they want to psychologically destroy our children's minds and make them scared and want to sit at home and do nothing and be scared of the world and scared to make friends and scared to operate, scared to exist and reject their own bodies. And they'll feel insecure about everything. They won't like social situations. There's still a bunch of kids out there still wearing masks. They're still wearing masks. I see parents walking around the grocery stores without masks on, and their kids are still wearing masks. Six-year-olds, five-year-olds, three-year-olds. It's their new blankie. It's their binky. And it's disgusting. The most disgusting thing I think that I've ever seen or experienced in my life aside from that short blip of child suicide. There's nothing more disgusting in the world. You know, maybe abortion, right? So they're getting ready to implement that. And what I mean is they're trying to bully us out of being able to have this showcase. I know I keep going I'm back and forth here, but supposedly the big, scary cloak and dagger Antifa is going to come and protest our event. Bring it on, Antifa. Bring it on. Because we know who you work for. We know who you are. And we know what your purpose is. So bring it on. We know you're well-funded. We know that you are, you know, a, a, a side wing of the Democrats, which aren't even Democrats. They're anti-human monsters. And we know that. So bring it on. Bring on this mask mandate again and see what happens i don't think parents are going to go along with it i don't think that they're going to they're going to subside to that this time i think we're sick of it we're tired of it and we're not going to put up with it ever again i'm hoping now if any parents are out there and they're listening to this transmission right now and you want to help collaborate a resistance movement and you're scared to speak out and you don't know what to do contact me right now JM at noncompliantamerica.com. We'll be back. It's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Broadcasting live, it's Joshua Michael. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. That's right. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Before we went to break, we were talking about. Standing up against the school's tyrannical system, mask mandate, nonsense, BS, crap that they're trying to shove out right now with this new nonsense mandate 
and, and getting a mask back on your kids right before summertime. That's right. That's right, because there's a respiratory illness going around, and we all need to be scared. Excuse me. And we all need to be scared and go in to our homes and hide. Remember, it's not about you being scared. It's about them inducting your children into this new system of fear of isolation. They want to isolate them. Why? So they can put them on a grid and get them behind a screen alone inside of their bedroom to where that's where they can have their way with them with this all this social media garbage, socialism garbage crap. So, <clears throat> the Democratic Party uses groups like Antifa and now these pro-abortion protests that are happening and spiking all across the United States. They're using that as part of the midterm variant. So they're going to hit us in every which way from Sunday to not allow us to have that general midterm election that's coming up in November. <clears throat> they're going to do everything. And if you think that it's bad now, just wait. It's only going to get worse. $200 billion lost in one day uh, from cryptocurrency investors. So they are panicking right now. Suddenly, those smart millennials that uh, know how to use a computer and they're really good on phones that everybody thinks is a genius, suddenly they're not so smart anymore, are they? Not saying crypto's bad, but markets tank and they have ups and downs, peaks and valleys. You can't put all your eggs into one basket. You want to diversify. I'm not giving you any financial advice. I am not a financial advisor, but it would still be smart to buy Bitcoin right now um, because it's down. And a lot of skeptics are going to say, oh, it's going to go down. It's going to crash. People told me Bitcoin's going to crash. It's not. Okay. Um, it's just having a dip and they're in stoking fear because everything is going down right now. So anyways, that's my little rant on that. So pro-abortion protests all across the country today and keep in mind, I've moved to uh, the second segment that I've updated. Uh, we are now on the 14th of May, which is unbelievable. So, uh, so all these uh, pro-abortion people are popping up everywhere. They're going to try to intimidate you, and they're going to make it a talking point for the general election. They're trying to make people feel bad. If you don't want me to kill my child, then, uh, then you're a bigot. Yeah, okay. Well... If you're in any way, uh, you have questions about the uh, abortion situation, you know, at this point, if, if you're pro-abortion, a lot of people don't know what being pro-abortion is, and a lot of people don't even know what an abortion is at all. They don't know anything about um, <clears throat> children and when the conception happens and when their heart actually starts beating and then also how early children can be born and survive. And a lot of those people are walking amongst us today. So they're actually killing babies. They're killing them. And why are they doing that? Because there's actually a huge, 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 ginormous area that uses the baby's parts for, <clears throat> excuse me, science and research research 
and cosmetics and all of these other things that surround the uh, dead baby parts and things like that. Project Veritas did a great report years ago exposing somebody who was actually a seller of baby parts. And for the price and everything else, they totally exposed them. And I think they were driving around a Lamborghini when they uh, were at that secret meeting that was exposed. But a fascinating industry. Who would have thought, you know, baby parts are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're being used on many, 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 many aspects of, quote, science and medical research, right? It's embedded into so much stuff into our life we don't even know. Even they were putting it in Pepsi, for God's sake, in Brooks, Oregon. You guys remember that story? I mean, I'm just telling you, it's absolute insanity out here, and they're going to ramp it up, and that's why it's very important to get right with God and to trust yourself, trust your family. Uh, start talking with your families uh, about this. And, and what do you guys think? What do you guys think of the new mask mandate, the mask policy coming out that they're trying to do here in Salem, Oregon, of all places? They're trying to roll it out again and put masks back on our kids. What do you think about that? Send me an email, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. So, interesting story. Um, speaking of children, speaking of COVID, uh, two children accidentally given COVID-19 vaccines at Walgreens. Yeah, can you believe that? Could you believe that? Both now suffering from heart issues. Imagine that. Two young children were accidentally given COVID-19 vaccine instead of flu shots at a Walgreens in Indiana, according to local media. Now, both are experiencing heart issues, according to their pediatrician. Boy, if you want to make my skin boil and, uh, and set me over off the top, uh, do something like that, because that is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. A family in Evansville, India, Indiana, <clears throat> went to a local Walgreens to have uh, each member, including two young children, receive a flu shot. And there's another thing, flu shots. Notice nobody got flu shot last year. Everybody's getting the COVID shot. Now everybody's sick. There's all this sickness going around because it's a mutating shot. It's not even a vaccine. It's a mutating shot. It's mRNA. Get your body to start producing a specific spike protein to get your entire body and hijack your entire body, and then you become this spuge of toxic waste, just spewing it out everywhere, touching doorknobs, breathing on everything, and just getting that because your body turns into a factory. It doesn't protect you, and they admit it now. They admit that it doesn't even protect you. They admit it. They are admitting it. They're admitting it. They have admitted that it does not protect you. So we are now in the pandemic of the vaccinated. This is the real pandemic. The vaccinated people, all you people. And some of them are good people. Some of them are bad people, right? Some of them are blind people. Some of them can see. And I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people that think like me, that you would think would understand this stuff, they ran as fast as they could to the clinic and got the vaccine immediately 
when it came out. They ran like the wind. And they're big, tough, yeah, when the, when the end of the world happens, we will be ready. You know what I mean, those people? Those were the same people standing in line that already got their vaccine shots. It's crazy to me. So, uh, a new study came out. Not vaccinated, uh, likely positivity rate, 18%. If you've had one dose, it's 24%. Two doses, 28%. Two doses, uh, less than five months, or more than five months ago, you're at a 20% infection rate. Three doses within five months, you're at a 31%. So if you've had your three shots, 31% versus no shots, 18%. And I'll post this up on my report today. Thank you very much for listening. Stay strong, stay vigilant. I'm your host, Joshua Michael, Non-Compliant America. Have a great week.